Welcome to Tugging Your Triangle, a podcast for members of Fort Smith's First Baptist Church. Our host, Janet Addison, will talk with Pastor Greg and others about how being involved in the life of our church can help expand your triangle. Our ministry triangle represents the three foundations of spiritual growth, our commitment to Jesus, our relationship with Him through prayer and Bible study, and our ministry to others. Join us now as we explore ways to deepen your walk with Jesus by tugging on another leg of your triangle. Hello, church family, and welcome to our Tugging Your Triangle podcast. I'm Janet Addison. That's how you normally hear this podcast open, but I'm not Janet Addison. I'm Greg, and I have managed to convince Janet to let me sit in the hostess chair, host chair again, and I am excited about uh, today's podcast. I have with me our associate pastor, Matt Passmore. Matt is an experienced podcaster with us, having been on before. One time. And we managed to coerce Randy Cates, our business administrator, to come on with us. Matt, how much did it cost us to bribe Randy to get on the podcast? We can't we can't talk about it. <laughs> well, Randy, welcome to the Tugging Thank Your you. Triangle Thank podcast. You. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. <laughs> well, we're excited to have you guys on, and I'm glad Janet gave up the chair for me today. Uh, and what we want to talk about is our Faith Forward offering and our uh, process of renovating here on our campus. All of that begins this Sunday with the first Sunday of our um, Faith Forward offering process. And so we are very excited about what that's going to mean for us as a church. And so we wanted a chance just to kind of talk you through some of the details of that. But before we do that, let's celebrate Easter a little bit. How good a Sunday was that, Matt? It was It was really good. It was it was an exciting day to see the parking lot full, the uh, having to have ushers help people find seats, uh, and just the the heart of worship, leaving people talking. It, it was a great day to 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 worship our risen Savior. One of the things we um, really encouraged everyone to do is create their love list and, and pray for visitors and all that. And I don't know about you guys, but I met a lot of people who introduced me to their visitors from their love list, and that yep. was exciting. Yeah, I had people coming up showing me fingers like, I got two of my three, you know, so it was cool to see that. It is very cool to see the church jump in and be the church and the excitement and the anticipation. And so, Randy, you've been around a long time. Was that a good Easter? It was a great Easter. It was great to see the energy, the spirit that was in the room. Uh, Very exciting to see that. Yeah, you could feel that anticipation, the spirit of worship that everybody had. One of the things that was great for us, we had 925 on campus is our latest count, if that's right. And so that was a great number. It was exciting to see all that, but it also gave us a look. It reminded us about what volume in the building looks like, volume in the parking lots. Matt talked about the parking lots being full. So as we look at this renovation, Matt, I know you kind of walk the halls a lot for us on Sunday, and Randy does that too. Uh, When we talk about moving the senior adults to the other side of the building, the parking lot and all of that, one of the benefits is to our children's ministry and our preschool ministry. Talk a little bit about how that showed you again the benefit of this renovation project impacting our children's ministry. Well, and as uh, 
just with Randy on that day in the hallway, you know, we'd, we'd turn around and we'd have 20 people waiting to get on the elevator. The elevators, <laughs> you know, after the door stayed open long enough, it would start beeping. And so it'd take even longer. And then we had, we actually had some Sunday school younger teachers that happened to be uh, like needed the elevator and took them extra long to get upstairs because the mass needing to go up the elevator on Sunday was just there. It, it, it was almost too much. Yep. I know my daughter, um, everybody saw her sing in that boot and she was trying to get up and had to take the stairs in a boot because the elevator was so locked up. what did you guys see in the parking lot over on that side of the building, the children's side of the building? It was very full. Yeah. Right. And so if you think about it today, you've got multiple groups coming in that particular area. Until we take on this renovation, you're going to have uh, multiple groups coming in. The, it can get kind of clogged up in that particular area as you come in the door. So it'd be exciting to move our senior adults over to the other side of the, of the church and leave that particular area for the preschool and the children to come in it really becomes effectively expanding the parking lot over there expanding the entrance because we've moved one constituent group to the other side and then for our senior adults the fact that they'll have a multi-car drop-off the opportunity to get directly into their sunday school classes the blessing of that is incredible I, i went outside just to peek and there was cars in the in the driveway waiting to get in the turn you know into the underneath deal there's like five cars deep so it it took more time of dropping off babies and senior adults and so on well that expansion is going to mean a lot for us as a church and it's going to help so many of our groups our senior adults are so gracious and uh and we are so grateful for them and their spirit man they're positive they just work hard and enjoy it every sunday and love what's going on in the church and so it's going to be really nice to create that uh, better experience for them and uh, a lot of folks can't come and do what we do now so it's really going to help some folks come back it's going to help others stay coming longer being a part of what we're doing because it's going to logistically be possible for them to get in and out well. Well, it is uh, it is exciting, and we'll this Sunday we'll talk some more about that renovation project and remind everyone about that. But one of the things that we're doing is we're starting what we're calling the Faith Forward Offering. And so we will do this every spring from now on. Every year we'll take this offering that goes to building or capital needs, I mean, again, we have an older facility. We have lots of needs around and all that kind of stuff. As we continue to grow and find ways to reach new people, we're going to have to not just maintain our building, but add some tweaks to it like this to make it function better. And so um, we're just going to prepare ourselves financially to invest and be a part of doing this as a church family. And so every year we'll have our Faith Forward offering. It will have an emphasis. This year the emphasis is on the renovation project and helps us take care of that. Randy, as our business administrator, works with our finance committee to help make this sort of thing work. And so, Randy, um, we're as we take this offering on uh, April the 30th, We'll have a couple of Sundays aiming to that where we can praise a church family over it and all of that. We'll be able to uh, give a cash offering that Correct. Sunday. We'll be able to give a pledge or both. And so tell us a little bit about how that's going to work so our people will know how to prepare for that offering. We're going to have envelopes that we will put uh, in the pews, in the seat areas, in the auditorium. Inside the envelopes, we'll also have a pledge card. 
So you can fill out a pledge card if you so choose. But as the pastor stated, you could give cash, check, whatever, and we can uh, take that. Also, for those who are giving online, you will see when you go to the uh, giving online page, website page, you'll see an option in the pull-down box to give specifically to Faith Forward. So we have multiple areas that you can give to, whether it's your tithes and offering, but this one will be one that's there that you'll see that you can give directly to. And our folks have really been making use of online giving as a process, haven't they? It has increased. When uh, when I first was here, came in about two years ago, we were probably about 10% was probably given online, and we're closer now to getting close to 20%. So certainly is 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 a solution and a, and an answer to one we uh, would like to see people do more of. It's great. It's very convenient. So many people now are doing their uh, bills and managing their accounts and stuff that way. And also it helps uh, the church because when people are in and out or traveling or whatever, the tithing continues because they don't have to remember to bring it or whatever, and it just keeps makes everything smoother. That's right. I you can give a one time gift. I personally have set mine up on a on a re- uh, reoccurring basis. You can set it up weekly, monthly. I just set mine up monthly and and have it reoccur, and in that way, it just happens automatically, and I don't have to worry about it or think if I forgot about that. So it's very convenient. Yep, it is. Now, as we take the offering that Sunday, again, we'll start this Sunday uh, talking about it, encouraging everyone to pray about it as families and all that. We'll actually take the offering on April 30th. Uh, in a physical way. If you're not here that Sunday, you can still do it however, do it online, whatever. But that's the day we'll make the focal point of taking the offering. And on that morning, we will actually physically during the worship time pass the plate for this offering. And so people can give their normal tithe in the way they do on any regular Sunday, but we'll have a special moment where they can fill out that envelope and that pledge card put their cash in, put their pledge card in, whatever they do, and and put it in, and then we'll pray over that offering um, as a church family. Uh, Matt, we've talked about in our staff meetings a lot how this is a great opportunity for stewardship training, right? So we're going to really be helping our folks with that stewardship training, and I'm excited about how that's going to help us as a church. Yep. So we'll, uh, it's great to be able to have some time uh, each year now where we step back as a church family and we talk about tithing and giving and the needs of the church and how God blesses giving and how he uses that spiritually in our lives. And so we're uh, very excited about that, about that piece of stewardship, that piece of discipleship, because giving is not just something that we do to raise money for the church. God owns the cattle on a thousand hills. He doesn't need our money. But what God uses the budget for and tithing for is to build Christians, mm-hmm. not to build buildings. And he builds us. He gives us a biblical worldview. He teaches us. He grows us. He teaches us faith. He teaches us to depend on him. And so it's not just a time where we're talking practically about um, renovation or whatever, but it's a time when we're talking about st- the stewardship of the resources God has entrusted to us as individuals, as families, and how we worship him and how we honor him with those gifts. Now, this one will focus on the renovation, but we're not waiting for the offering, Randy. We've already started some work here in the church. Update us a little bit on what we've done already. 
in our area here where the staff is and right outside the area where the staff is, we've been moving and consolidating some of the offices around. Uh, we're trying to, to get the area where the new library will be and moving some of the custodians across the hall. So we've already started that move. We'll be moving the uh, music media uh, room. We'll be doing that here in the next week or two. So we're continuing to progress and make sure that we're ready so that when the renovation team starts, we're ready to hit. Well, we've got several dominoes to fall for that. Um, we've got the prayer room that we've got to do, and I know Matt has been working on uh, that with the, some folks involved in prayer ministry around the church. Uh, we've got to help with the custodians and get their new home because that's where the library is going to go and all of that. And then we have been working on the music library because it is currently housed out in the uh, – uh, in that area that we'll be renovating for the senior adults. So we're working on the process of, of being able to move that. And uh, and then we have a library team that we're uh, going to recruit to add to our library committee and uh, the folks who serve in there to really get a broad uh, picture of the church to work through um, what the new library would look like, the moving of the library process, what we're going to do in the interim and all of that. So we're very excited about some opportunities to highlight our uh, library ministry and, and to make that grow. Uh, so, Randy, get, you got any kind of time frame for us? Can you help us a little bit on how well, things we're, might happen? We're, we're currently uh, working on the plans and the construction plans are being finalized for that. We're also working with the city of Fort Smith on the permitting. Uh, we hope that we can get uh, those particular items done by the end of May. And if everything works out right, we hope to start the construction in June. That's exciting. And so this time between now and then is why we started with some deconstructing some areas, trying to get the prayer rooms moved and all of that. One of the benefits to the church is going to be that library area when we open that up. And so, Matt, I want you to kind of talk a little bit again about what we saw on Sunday and how valuable it will be to us to have a congregating area out there for folks to stop and fellowship and all of that. Well, we, we had a great service full of people, and so we kind of had a different plan to end the service. And then right before Pastor walked up on the stage, he goes, hey, let's do this so that I can get to the back um, to meet the people. And so we we kind of uh, revamped the quickly to end the service to get Pastor out so that he can stand in that uh, that hallway that is just a mass exit, so he could do his best <laughs> to shake hands. So, it, so we, it, I mean, it worked, but it would be nice to have that big area to just to let. So it's not a walk by hello. You can stop and actually talk for a minute or two. And so, yeah, Sunday, it was it was really needed Sunday because when it was over, there's a lot of people that walked out of the building headed home. And so, yeah, that area would be really nice. Yeah, because they're excited. Everybody's excited. You're feeling what God's been doing that day, and you're thrilled, and things are wonderful. And you'd like to stand around and sort of bask in the environment, talk to people, enjoy the fellowship of that. And it just doesn't take very many people more than we have been having when you really start to run into logistic issues. Yeah. And so these hallways and the greeting area that will be where the library currently is and, and the drop-offs and all of that stuff is really going to be a, a, major, um, a major benefit for us as a church. 
Well, appreciate you guys uh, being with us on the podcast today. Matt, Randy did okay? Oh, he was good. He did. He's an old pro. (laughs) (laughs) I think we may make him do this again. (laughs) He'll probably want to host it. He probably will. Uh, And Janet probably won't let me host anymore. I think this is your one thing. I did. I did. My intro, she is not going to be happy. So don't anybody (laughs) tell her that I did that. Okay. Bobby, do not cut that. All right. That we, okay. Bobby's got my back. I got it. Well, church family, we are excited about these projects. We're excited about what God is doing. We thank you for bringing folks for Easter and what a joy it was to see those folks. And we are joining with you to pray with you for your love list. In our staff meeting on Monday, we talked about the number of people who introduced folks off their love list. And we specifically prayed for the folks that you have been praying for in our staff meeting on Monday. And so we are just so grateful for your involvement, for your love for the Lord, your love for the church, and what you're doing to help us reach the River Valley with the gospel. So church family, we love you. We thank you. Be in prayer for how your family can participate in the Faith Forward offering. Uh, And it's not just the offering. Uh, As we begin to do more of these projects, Randy and Matt will be talking about opportunities to volunteer and come and help. And so we uh, we want to encourage you to be in prayer. How's God going to use you to give? How is he going to use you to serve? And just be praying that God will continue to move in our church family. Church family, we love you and we look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you for joining us for the Tugging Your Triangle podcast. If you want to hear Pastor Greg's Triangle Sermon, the link is in the show notes. If you have comments about this episode or have a suggestion for future guests or topics, please email us at trianglepodcast at fsfbc.org. Also, check out our church website at fsfbc.org for the ministries and opportunities to get involved with First Baptist Fort Smith and grow your triangle.